This is Sky. And this is Raina. And, and we're, we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories. To revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Raina. And I'm Sky. And today we have a special guest. <laughs> They're like, wait, a guest? What the hell? They think there's a there's an error in this. This is our first guest. So Rhapsody is a great friend of mine. Um, she's a rapper. I will say this. And I don't know if this makes me a bad friend because Aquarius are like really into friends knowing things, a lot of things about them. But at the same time, you guys can be very sneaky. Very sneaky. Oh, I told very... somebody that this morning. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Can be very like I'm holding this one to myself. I'm not going to let anyone in on my baby until they need to know. Yeah, I got a house full of babies. <laughs> exactly. So I will say... Me and Sky just talked about this. With my closest friends, we never really talk about career stuff. I never really, like, did my research on Rhapsody. Like, I just know Marlena. And that's... And I love love you. I love you, too. (laughs) I think that's why I connect with you, too, because I could just be Marlena with you. Yeah. Right? Like... I love that. It's just that. You can't get that with a lot of people. Yeah. So this is a question for both of you guys. What does it mean to have the audacity to do something? You go first. Go crazy. I knew you was going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I I need some time to think and uh, plagiarize you. So go ahead. (laughs) Okay. From my perspective at this moment, the meaning of to have the audacity to do something is to be fearless, right? Yes. That's that's. You know, my first and number one word where I'm doing something that is authentic to me, that I believe in, that Mm -hmm. I resonate with, that I align with. And regardless of what outside forces, illusions, anything I've learned, this is what I want to, how I want to show up, what I want to say. And I'm not afraid to do that. Mm -hmm. And that is, Mm -hmm. to me, having the audacity to do something, you know, to be fearless and, and go against whatever grain, whatever hesitation, whatever Anything, just do. Loud and clear. Wow. Fearless. So fearlessness is the first thing that pops in your head? For me, yes. Okay. For me, oh, this is interesting. We love perspectives around here. (laughs) In my head, the first word that I hear is bold. I just hear bold. When I think audacity, I hear bold. Boldness. You know? But I think the combination of fearlessness Mm -hmm. and boldness. Mm Because audacity doesn't mean you you necessarily are the most talented or whatever. There's Mm -hmm. nothing really attached to the word. Mm -hmm. It's just you bold enough to do it. Like, oh, he had the audacity. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When I think when I think audacity, I just think bold. I never attach anything to it. It isn't positive or negative. It's amazing if you are talented. Because like, oh, she had the audacity to make it happen. Look at her. Mm 
but you can also be really disrespectful with having yeah. audacity. Wow. So I just think it's bold enough and fearless enough, and I think you combine both of those. Right. Hold on, I, f- I feel like a team is forming. When you combine <laughs> both of those, you get the audacity. Mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. I will say, when I first wrote this question, the very the very next thing I wrote was to follow through. Mm. That's the only thing I think of when I think of audacity. The audacity to follow through and do something. Audacity to make my dreams a reality. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Whoever said that, I love it. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> it's not my quote. <laughs> Sorry, Raina, throwing the ball back at you. Okay, this question is for rap. Where did you learn to be brave? It's so many it's so many different steps, right? I could go back to when I was a child and <laughs> for me like the as a as a young and the first memory of I had to be brave was getting up in front of people and talking. That was kind of tough for me. It comes from uh looking back at it fear, you know, even mm-hmm. as a child like what are they thinking about me? How are they judging me? Like to think like, oh, even at that age, that's what you're thinking about. That's like the earliest memory. And, you know, just still having to get up and do it. And once you do it, you realize I survived it and Mm -hmm. it wasn't that bad and it's okay and nobody judged me and people were actually proud of me. But the most recent uh, time I had to learn to be brave, I think, was creating what I'm creating now. Right. Mm -hmm. And me and you talk about this a lot. As an Aquarius, <laughs> and we like to keep our babies sheltered in, uh, I don't share a lot. And being vulnerable was very scary to me, super scary. But now in creating and learning and understanding that, you know, we all go through things. And, you know, my experience is my experience and it's unique and it's honest and it's true and it can't be judged. And I've learned from it and I hope other people will learn from it. So I'm I'm being brave now and opening up and sharing that part of me and not being afraid of what people will think or how I will be judged um, because you create your own experiences and you protect your energy. So that's, those are my two. Did I answer the question? Yes, you did. Show did. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's it's crazy. I, I I listen to myself talk and I'm like, all I hear is me. What are people thinking about what I'm saying right now when no. it gets real quiet? Right. Yeah. We're feeling you though. Yo. But that's that's being brave is silencing all of those thoughts. And we have them. What's interesting of what she said was, when I was younger, what will they think of me? And then when we get older, it's kind of always like, what will they think of me? How will this be perceived? Will they understand it? Will they mm-hmm. see me? Will they, you know, misinterpret this? Everybody has their different levels of it. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, we're all really bold with our art. And it's less of like, will you all like me? It's kind of past like, but it's more like, will you feel me? Mm-hmm. Will right. you understand me? Like, Except you know, me. Yes. yeah, it just, I don't know. It's very interesting because from when we're a child, that's kind of the theme is, is hoping to be seen and understood properly. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of makes you not feel brave, you know, but getting to that place of just, fuck it, I'm going to just do it anyway. Yeah. That's bravery. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean the fears don't exist anymore because you hear it from a child right. to an adult. Right. You just eventually go like, I can't let this this run the show. When I think of where I learned to be to be brave, I tie that directly with my Auntie Sunday. Oh, yes. Because she was the person who would be like, sing for me. Mm. Or let me see you dance. Mm. Or would ask me questions and really wanted to know what I had to say. Yeah, She would put me in front of all her homegirls, 
in front of her man, Pukas. She was like, put on a show, girl. <laughs> Don't bring Pukas up on this show. We had this conversation season one when you told us about Pukas. Don't say his name. <laughs> She was like, put on a show. We are drunk. <laughs> we want to see you do something, girl. And I was like, okay, let me figure it out. Okay, I have this Hillary Duff CD. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I got this Fantasia CD. Oh, like, my I got, God. I got, like, a little mic. She bought me a microphone. Oh. I was like, let me try to sing something. You're sick. So I think of, I tie, I tie it to a person. Yeah. Rather than, like, a place mm-hmm. or a... Situation or you Here know, she like goes, I, y'all. Yeah, I tie, I tie it to oh. you. Tie bravery to a person. Yeah. That's that's true. Now that she says it, yo. If I had to pick my first person, it was my younger brother. That encouraged you to be brave. Indeed, we thirteen months apart, so I felt like I was responsible for him. You know, I had to make sure he was good. My dad always like you, the oldest. And I used to think we thirteen months apart, like we basically Irish twins. But you know, mm-hmm. I was put that responsibility. I felt like was put on me. Mm-hmm. So no matter what it was, I had to make sure that I didn't buck to make sure he was good, right? Wow. So you know, that's just what it. Whatever we did, I was like, yo, you, wow. you got to show up for little bro. <laughs> So okay, hold on, quick. <laughs> Her bravery came from a place of protection. Yes, that's crazy. Cause yours came from I want to entertain. I want to keep you know Sunday happy. I'm gonna entertain you. So mm-hmm. let me be brave to entertain you. Mm-hmm. I have to be brave to protect you. Figuring out the root of what makes you brave is you know it's even like sometimes when people have kids and they go I didn't feel brave until I was a mom and I knew I had to do whatever it took. Mm-hmm. Everyone's bravery is fueled by something different. That's so interesting. Okay, protection, your turn. <laughs> uh, girl. She tried it. Your turn, girl. That was nasty of you. I was still talking. So nasty. Uh, my bravery. What was it fueled by? The desire to succeed has mm. always been there since I was so young that I had to be brave to get what I wanted. Mm. I, I remember completely knowing what I wanted at five years old or telling people, oh, I, I can sing and I can this, but one day I'll figure it all out. I remember knowing I had to be brave to get what I wanted. You can't be scary and have this dream. You can't wow. want to share your voice and get nervous. But so how did you know that? I Did you tell your parents young and they were like... I never wanted to, uh-oh, 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 zip it back up. No, no. I respected and was so proud of my dad as a kid, I never wanted to embarrass him. And mm. I knew I had to be brave to deliver, to not embarrass wow. my family. For me, I never wanted to embarrass myself or my family. I would be nervous, ready to pee on myself, and I'd be standing there and be like, something better kick in in the next two seconds because you better not be an embarrassment. And not in a way of like a scary, abusive, like, don't you embarrass me, girl. No, like, I really understood making him proud, and I wanted to deliver to get to, to feeling successful. You also didn't know, but you understood legacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Relax. Uh, yeah. People don't learn that. People legacy is very important People to don't me. know that young. Yeah, but I just, I wanted to do it right because I saw him do it right. So I'm like, why would I, why would I be scared? Like, why would I rehearse my entire life just to freeze on the stage? That was, that wastes my time. I'm not wasting my time or their time. But I knew I wanted to be successful. And that's the first time I remember being brave. Because I was very scary in every other aspect of my life that wasn't performing. What, what was it that you saw that was like, this is what I have to do? And, and I asked that in meaning like, um... 
okay, I see my dad succeeding, right? Yeah. What within that brings me joy? Like, do I see him get something from it? Do I see people, you know, uplift him in it? Like, what draws me to that? Do I see his happiness from it? You, you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was, I'm having so much fun doing this for people. I can't believe you can get paid for this. Mm. Like, I see how fun this could be, so I want to get there. I think it got to a weird place where I was obsessed with wanting to be famous from like 11 to 14. It was so <laughs> embarrassing. I would die for fame. I was like, fame! But when I was very little, I thought it was so cool that when I sang a song, they said that's a job. Mm. I'm like, what do you mean? Because a doctor and a lawyer, no, that's a job. I'm like, this fun stuff is a job? So I think with my dad, I saw how much fun he had at work, how much he laughed. Um, I always, uh-oh, I always imagine myself and my, my dad in high spirits at work. Mm. I only know what my dad looks like happy at work. Wow. So I've only seen my dad enjoy the, the path he chose. Mm. Wow, that's really deep. I've only seen him happy at work. So in my head, I'm like, look how happy he is at work. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people who aren't happy with their work or don't mm -hmm. like their job. This looks so fun. I got to live a life this fun. Mm -hmm. Like fun is something that has been so prioritized in my household from yeah. my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom is more focused, you know, studies, uh, all of that, praying. My dad is like, fun is the number one priority in everything you do. So I think, yeah, I was like, I got to be fearless to have a fun life, to have a fun career. I want that much fun. That's dope. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Give it to us. You shaking your head. What you feeling over there? <laughs> what else you got, Maya Angelou? You did this. You wrote these questions. I don't know why you're acting surprised. I hate when you do that. You come, you choose violence, and then you cry. Come on. Oh, zip that bag and unpack. <laughs> Scorpio like... moon, okay? And Cancer Mercury. I like... can't help it. So what in much the world? water in my chart. Oh, my God. You pulled the trigger, and then you have the nerve. <laughs> oh. Okay, Rob. Were you ever too afraid to be yourself? I got to sit with that for a minute because I, I feel like for the most part, you know, this is what it is. This is the better answer. It's not that I was afraid to be myself. I don't think I fully knew who I was, if that makes sense. And so I I remember, I'll never forget this. I had just graduated high school. And one of my friends, he came to meet me um, when I in Raleigh when I went to college. And he looked at me, he was like, you know what I always loved about you? I was like, what? He was like, you like a chameleon. It don't matter what type of person you around, you know how to adapt to them. Mm -hmm. Right? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's dope. You know, I just yeah. take people and I just slide in and, you know, I transform and, you know, I could turn it on, turn it off when I need to. But in, in that, I'm, I'm wondering, too, it's always been on my mind, like, are you looking for yourself in all these other people? So, you know... Is there something that you're shaping yourself to to figure out, like, who am I within all of this, you know? Mm, I, if that makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. Um, and, you know, now I'm just like, I feel like I'm in there and I know who I am, but, you know, I don't, I could, I could just be me, you know? It's like almost being politically correct in your identity <laughs> or, you know, or code switching in a way. Yeah. Um, and... But it's still real. I feel like it's still real. But at the same time, it's like I don't where where I am. Depending on who I who I'm with, I won't show you all of me. Hmm. You know, that's that's mm -hmm. just how I am. You might get this part of me. Somebody else might might get this part of me. But 
for me to be all of me all the time, I don't do that. Does anybody get that? Oh, yes, yes. Select few. Okay. Yeah. Not even my family gets all of that. Really? Yeah, I can say that. Yeah. You know, I... It was, it was, I just feel like it was always a pressure to be the good girl, right? I don't know if you read this book, um, Untamed by Glennon Dole. And she talks about one of the things with women is we have the pressure to be the good girl. And I felt like growing up, I always had to be the good girl. But I, I, I look back and I'm thinking, you know, my aunts used to tell me, oh, you're so nice. You're so sweet. You do this, you do that. And that was a form of, you know, I don't know what do you what's the word I'm looking for? It was just good energy. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I I get this from you. So this is how I have to act every mm. time I'm with you. Like mm-hmm. you can't you can't know no dirt I've done. I don't want to disappoint you. So, you know, I I can't be all the way human with you, which means I can't be all the way myself. Mm-hmm. I gotta be the good girl all the time. Especially not only for my family, but as a woman or what we were taught how women were supposed to be in society mm-hmm. instead of just being who you are. Mm-hmm. So. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Raina and I were both in a weird daze, no? Did you just snap out of it too? No, I was like. <laughs> I was enjoying the show. I was like, this is a fantastic answer. And then I remembered we have a job to do. Okay. Raina and I both went. Wow. We were. that. That's beautiful. I guess. It's true. No, because do you realize what you said? (laughs) Do you realize? Were you ever too afraid to share yourself? Yes. Do you go through that now even where you're afraid to share who you are with, yes, family, yes, friends, but also Mm -hmm. the people the, the your fans, your supporters, your managers, your bosses, mm-hmm. do you ever go through that just like, oh, I don't want them to really know who I am because maybe... Yeah, I I go through it more still with family more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends, I have been the most open with right now. I'm just, I'm just open. Like, I could be with my friends and I'm, I'm not scared and I find myself sharing more mm-hmm. and not feeling like, I could, I'm going to be judged if I am. It's cool because I understand we all have human experiences and it's okay. Um, so with my friends, I'm I'm completely open, mm-hmm. right? Some people I share more with than others. Mm-hmm. Even me and you haven't been friends forever, but I probably have shared more with you than I have with people I've known for 20 years. Wow. So, you know, it's just the, I, I pick up on people's energy and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have to know you forever. Mm-hmm. Um, with the public... I think that's more so, I'm not as afraid anymore, but I just like to keep some things to myself because mm-hmm. I think that's important. That's just me. Like, I I think I just still want to keep this until I'm ready to just give it all. But it's not necessarily a fear. It's only with family still. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why yet, or I, I can't articulate it yet, but I'm I'm figuring it out. I love to hear <laughs> no, for real. I love it here. Really? I, I really I, do. Like, I was telling my sister this other day. We got in a little argument on the phone. And I just like, you know what? I've always wished that I had a better relationship with you, you know, to be able to communicate. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's just not even just with her. That's just my family and period. Like um, how we communicate with each other, we didn't. Mm-hmm. It was non-existent. Yeah. It was wake up. We didn't even tell each other really good morning and I love you. We showed love through joking. My mom showed love yeah. through how she cooked yep. and mm-hmm. making sure the house was clean and, you know, mm-hmm. like that. But communicating, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I hear people, you know, have their relationship with their sisters and, you know, their best friends and they share everything. My sisters don't know jack shit about me. Yeah. <laughs> Back, like no, wow, no. Like. We have to have something similar in our charts because this is this is this is like this is crazy. It's it's like it's it's this is really deep. But you were talking about how basically, I'm just gonna sum this up. Mm-hmm. Protection is one of your love languages. Yes, which for me, same thing. Which for wow. you, same yeah. thing. And. With knowing that protection is one of your love languages, you give that to yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you protect yourself mm-hmm. from letting them all the way in. Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me was mm-hmm. not being, because what was the question? Like, are you ever afraid to share mm-hmm. yourself? It never sounded like fear. It sounded like I'm preserving and I'm cautious. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, I'm more of cautious to share myself because certain people do get all of it. So I'm not scared, but mm-hmm. it's interesting. It sounds like like protection. Yeah. Which wow, you have to have to have, mm-hmm. especially when you know you're special. Like you have to be special to be able to protect others. Let's have mm-hmm. the conversation. You have to be able to, you know, one articulate for yourself, articulate for them. You have to be able to stand up for yourself. You have to be fearless. You have to be brave. Like everybody is not going to protect the people they love. They might want the best for them, but when yeah. it's time to speak up, it gets too scary. But to really be protective, you gotta be a little bit of a lion. You yeah. know, like that's. Protective love is is different. It's different. It's different. <laughs> Protect yourself. So when you're a protective person, you can't just be out here with everybody because you're valuable. Hello. Anyway. Mm. So. <laughs> Do you rely on others for your confidence ever? I used to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, yeah, I did. I used to. Um, Close people or just like... On Instagram likes or... A little bit of all. Okay. I I think it went in phases. Growing up, I didn't. Um, I was into sports and I was good at it. And I believed in myself. I was confident with something I knew, I was sure of. Um, But then I got into music and that was a different space. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you do have social media with that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and this was like going from basketball. It's like everybody reassured you like oh you you dope you the best woo 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 and you know outside of believing in yourself you have that on top of it so you know it's kind of tight knit where music is different right mm-hmm. it's just a whole you know especially in this day and age so I didn't believe in myself I think because I was comparing myself to everything else like Oof. you know we use all these false measures that they created to what is supposed to be good instead of just being good oh to be good you have to reach this level on billboard you got to get this plaque you got to get this award and you know you got to have this many followers and Mm -hmm. when you don't have those things you question okay what is wrong with me what am I not doing right Mm -hmm. you know um and just instead of understanding that it's it's just something that's not really in your control and you you define for yourself if you're dope or not nobody else can tell you that um you know so it was that and you know working on the knife you know I'm I'm always second guessing myself. And I told him um, recently, I'm so used to like sending him stuff and 
if he don't react in a certain way, if he don't send me 10 fire emojis, if he just sends me like, yo, that's dope. I'm like, that ain't good enough. Like, oh, what wow. does that mean? Yeah. Like, wow. you didn't send me 10 fire emojis, so yeah. it must not be that great. Yeah. He's yeah. like, no, it's, it's rap. How many times and how many years can we continue to tell you how good you are? i like, I need the 10 fire emojis. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I need that kind of validation. Um but now, again, in growing, I've I've come into a space where I have to divine that for myself. I have to believe in myself. So you know that that was my my journey through it. I have a question about about confidence. Was it a because you discuss a lot? You have aha moments. You'll mm-hmm. be like, I I realize in that moment I'm fed up and I change my ways. Mm-hmm. I more so have to really work at changes, and it takes over time for you to get from that space of Ugh, comparing. Was there an aha moment, or was it like I now have to put this into play and really transition into this space of confidence? Yes, the latter. Wow, <laughs> this was an Oprah exclusive. How are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really had to put that into play, right, and, mm-hmm. and really work myself. I, I, I still haven't had the aha moment. Mm. Um, you know, I've recently I'm out even I'm even better at, at saying it out loud. You know, mm. I'll listen to something, I'll be like, "Damn, I'm kind of ill with it." You right. know, I wouldn't say that before. You right. know, I'm just like, "Yo, I really might be one of the best yeah. to do that." Um, but you know, even to get to that, I really had to put in the work. And I still have to put in the work some days because I slip some days. Yeah. Um, but I, I too, I was like, yo, you gotta, you gotta figure out what are your triggers. And one is mm. unplugging from social media. Mm. Like, like that's a big one. And I think you can apply that to anything, whether you rap it, whatever, whatever is the trigger, you have to unplug from it to protect yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know. So yeah, that's that's just what it was for me. I had a thought, but I lost it. What? <laughs> It happens in here and then they come down. And if you get it, just be like, listen, can you be quiet real quick? I found my thought. Uh, what other things did you do that that built your confidence? Because I love that that I think so many beautiful things have to be a process, right? Like we want to get to the finish line so bad, but sometimes you learn so much about yourself in the process. Was there anything besides, you know, unplugging and putting your phone down that you felt like helped to increase your confidence? It was my circle. It was wow. like... Uh... Misa Hilton is mm-hmm. one of the biggest, and this one right here, Raina Biddy. I had to learn to see with new eyes, you know what I'm saying? Me and Misa would have conversations, and she would say things I was like, I really don't understand. And she'd be like, you just don't get it yet. I, mean, I never knew what that meant. And pandemic hit, right? So I had to sit and really be still and go through these things. And it's like, okay, now I have the time to be quiet, to listen, to really engage and think through what she's trying to tell me. Um... And I started learning alchemy, right? And within that, you know, just learning about consciousness and illusions and, you know, peeling back, like, you know, where do where do these things, these fears, are, these uh, things that, are, you know, weaken our confidence, where does that come from? Because it all stems from something There's a seed. And I had to do the work to peel back, okay, why do I feel like that? You know, where does that come from? And once I answered those questions... I, I was able to see things differently. Like, yo, I create these things that aren't real for myself based on other people's insecurities and projections that they have. And that was the work that I had to do. Mm. So I have one more question. I Sorry. There. I know. No, I'm just stepping on your toes. I'm you like, know. you lead, Raina. Let me take it. Okay. Just curious also. I I always find it fascinating 
You're going to like this. Wink, wink. Um, I always find it fascinating when you meet people who are this self-aware. And when I meet people this self-aware, the first thing I wonder is, how did you get here or have you always been this way, right? Because there's some people you meet and you go, you will never realize you're the problem. And in 10 years, you'll still be in this position because Mm -hmm. you lack self-awareness. But what what got you either to that point of becoming self-aware or was that always something where you knew how to point out your wrongs, you knew what your flaws were, you knew what needed work? You know, like, because there's mm-hmm. so many people who have no idea. Yeah. There's so many people you go, oh, but in your relationship, didn't you? I understand what you're saying, but he, there's no self-awareness. Or being held accountable. Yeah. And, and yeah, holding yourself accountable is really, really difficult. So I'm always curious because how you're articulating it is like you really are holding yourself accountable. And you're mm-hmm. really saying I'm in control of, of all of the things that happened in my life and I want to change things. Mm-hmm. Was that natural for you or what was that process like? That was the longest question ever. I think I <laughs> win an award. Wow. Um, I would say it, it starts from humbling yourself first um and I've been told I'm I'm super humble sometimes too humble but I had to be humble in a different way um I learned it through a a romantic relationship the most um especially I think when you with somebody you love and you know you want to be with them every day there's certain things you just can't run from anymore and you got to really sit and listen Mm -hmm. and I had to they would just tell me things that would really hit. And in a moment, I might go Aries moon mm-hmm. and black out and cuss and <laughs> throw something. But for me, one thing I've, I've always tried to do is to come back and sit, okay, and I, let me think about what did they say, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was always ashamed of my Aries moon and how I acted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's one thing I... I I don't know. I just, I never wanted to be that person. I always wanted to be kind. And I think that goes back to my childhood and how I was raised. Wow. And it's like, wow. be nice. You never and, wanted to be violent or no. anything. Wow. Right. So it just went back to that. Like, yo, my mom, my aunts, this is not how they raised me to be. Like, I'm supposed to be better. So even when I got there, I would always go back and be like, okay, why did you react like that? That wasn't nice. <laughs> that wasn't the wow. nice or the kind thing to do, rather. Um, you know, and so I had to sit and read through text and like, where did I mess up? Where did I get this wrong? Mm. So, and not knowing how to communicate growing up, because my mom and dad didn't know how to communicate. They fussed all the time. They still mm. fuss. They don't know how to talk to each other. And even we didn't learn as kids. Like if you do something, you know, it's like, because I said so. Or there was times I wanted to express myself and they weren't here. Yeah. I would write my mom letters, right? Wow. <laughs> that was the only way I could, you know, express myself is sometimes she'd be like, I got your letter, but I don't care. <laughs> not, in that, not in that way. It's just like I said yeah, what I said. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I got your letter. I just I wanted to express myself for you to receive my feelings, right? So I never learned how to communicate. But within my relationship, he was a great communicator and he taught wow. me how to communicate. Um, you know, so I think in doing that and learning how to communicate and slow down and be patient and you know, you you have conversations and people don't listen to hear you. They listen to react. Oof. So I had to stop listening to react, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm not even comprehending what you're telling me. And and that that was what started, you know, my self-awareness of me being accountable and humbling myself. And okay, okay, you did this wrong and it's okay to say you did that wrong. Um, mm-hmm. And hold yourself accountable. And I do it all the time now. And I'm, I love that I'm able to do that. Um mm-hmm. And and because that for me that shows growth and I I tell people I always want to continue to grow and show up for people and 
and be the best that I can for myself as well. So that's just what it was, you know, learning how to communicate, to slow down, to listen, to see like what's what's really going on. What's the real what's the truth mm-hmm. in this? You know, if we if we in it to seek truth, then that's what it is. So, you know, I don't that's that's all I got right now. <laughs> Wait. All right. I'm almost done here. I'm almost done. <laughs> was the reflecting you did uh, that led to self-awareness, was it done on your own time? Or was it always triggered by somebody being like, you kind of did me foul, and then you reflected? Um, Both. Mm. No, I, I, was, I had no problem self-reflecting. I'm an nice. Aquarius. I'm always in my head. I'm replaying it over and, <gasps> and over, over and over. And over so over you'll revisit it yourself. Abs- everything. Okay. Everything I'm revisiting. But a lot of people don't do that. Oh. They just go, I said what I said. <laughs> she don't know a life without <laughs> yeah. that. I don't, I, she so you, you really sit with it and everything. replay it. Yes. Wow. Everything. And I... I go back and I was like, damn, I should have said this. I shouldn't, I should have reacted this way instead. Mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, I don't, I was reading about Aquarius. We like to have, be, uh, have the answers to solve the problem. So yeah. it's just like, okay, that was the problem. I could have did this to solve it. I could have did this. It's like, oh, I have so many options here. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it was that and two, being called out, you know. Um, you know, one of his things was, I don't like when you curse at me. And I'm just like. That's how I talk. <laughs> I see why you guys are friends. <laughs> What's the problem? I'm not cussing at you. That's just how I talk. Oh. I say shit, fuck. Like, why are you so? Why are you being so sensitive? Oh man, right? But they have their own triggers. Why? They, like yeah. hearing that might trigger something for them. And it's yeah. just like, okay, after hearing that 25 <laughs> times, eventually you're like, all right, let me step back and really listen mm. and and grow in this. Mm. You know. But they had to be patient with me because if it was if they weren't if they was giving me the same static that I was giving, yeah. I would have never learned. So yeah, we were just yeah. talking about this. That's how her sister learns too. You yeah. have to be really calm, mm-hmm. kind, kind. Yeah, patient. come with a peaceful approach. Yeah, you have to be like, yo, um, you don't have to baby them, but you just. Yeah. It, the hard there's a little on the tit in there there's a little there's a little uh babying sometimes <laughs> sometimes certain people need that to Am be I a little baby i don't think i baby anyone think about that i have yeah there I might have... be somebody you have to be incredibly fragile with Absolutely. where you're like nobody else gets this fragileness but i just i know your heart and you couldn't take it all the way honest even if it was kind probably my younger siblings but other than them Right. But no, it's it's interesting who you give a little bit more yeah. tenderness to because you're like, even the kind truth will hurt you too much. So mm-hmm. let me just, you know, just a little. It's interesting, though, because me being a mom and having to choose how to kind of love my son, you have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I, will this affect him and his mind and the way he thinks of life or thinks of relationships or thinks of communication? Will this affect him for the rest of his life Mm -hmm. if I speak to him in this tone? Because that's just me. I could say that over and over. That's just me. That's just me. That's just me. But not everybody wants what you are. Right. Especially if, like, that's your kid. He didn't ask to be brought here. (laughs) So you have to cater to his emotions. Yeah. You know, nurture him the way he wants to be nurtured. This is for Sky. Have you had to work to be confident? <laughs> <laughs> I would knock you out. 
Wow, I wanted an easy light one, sweetheart. Can you go back in the cart? Um, <laughs> did I have to work to be confident? Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of the things that were making me less confident, I recognized, I knew, I acknowledged they were poison, and I kept doing it. Whether that be mm. like so, so social media, browsing for hours. <laughs> I knew it was bad for me. Mm -hmm. I knew it was messing up my confidence, but I was just, I was so addicted to the habit. So it took a long time to not like work towards it, to just get rid of the habits that I knew were messing up my confidence. Cause I already knew all the problems. It just was, ah, but this is what I do. Like it is what it is. I had to get so fed up with my own shit to start the process because I already knew the issues. So I didn't have to go through, let me discover why I'm not confident and then fix it. I knew all along, which is almost more disappointing to me because wow. I knew what was blocking a lot of my happiness, but I wasn't willing. Was oh, well. It, was it blocking your blessings? Yeah. Blocking my blessings, blocking my happiness, blocking the way that I move through the world because I liked bits and pieces of me. So if you trigger the piece that I don't like, then we have a problem. But like, I, I felt like at a certain point, I only liked my personality. Everything else around that I didn't like. I liked my personality, but I was like, I don't like me. And I knew what was feeding all the negative beasts, but I didn't want to cut them free. So I put my happiness on pause just to have like really bad habits. Wow. It's very weird because I knew it was toxic. I'm like, just stop doing that. This is feeding. Nah, I'm, I'm so used to the chaos. I'm so used to it being negative. Mm. Like I like it here. I had no desire until I really got fed up with my own shit. And then everything started changing. Even humbling myself. I, it wasn't until I went to acting class and all of the people there wanted an agent. I'd had an agent for years. Mm -hmm. I started to feel myself like, oh, like, yeah, like, how are auditions? They're asking me all these questions. I started to feel above. Yuck. It wasn't cute, but I'm being <laughs> honest. Anyway, it wasn't until this one actor named John got assigned a, a role and he said, can I get the most difficult monologue? I'm like, is he insane? She gives him a like five page monologue and says, this is a, a soldier talking about his loved one who passed. She's assigning scripts. I'm praying for the shortest, easiest one because I have real auditions to do. And this is just to keep my agents happy. I don't care to do this work. So give me the shortest two page, you know, whatever. Oh, can I do this? I have a lot of auditions this week. Can I just do scene one instead of one and two? I was always trying to step in the grass and take a shortcut mm -hmm. while I'm watching this actor who doesn't even have auditions working his ass off. So anyway, cut to it's time to perform our scenes. I practiced mine right before class. I was lazy. I felt like I'm so talented. It's only a matter of time until I leave this class and I blow up. I don't need this. Wow. Because I felt like this is my time. Like I'm, I'm almost there. Like I wasn't, I wasn't humbling myself. I just felt like I've gotten a dose of it. It's just not my time yet. I'm about to be whatever. He comes in. He delivers this like five page monologue. He dresses fully in character. He cries, he shakes. He gives the performance of a lifetime. I mean, I wish I filmed it. I sat there, I'm like, he did this for acting class. His hunger, his love for the game, you have gotten so complacent because you've gotten wins and you're mm -hmm. in a class full of people who haven't touched this. How dare you? You, you looked at your lines five, 10 minutes before class and then was like, I have a bigger audition tomorrow. This work is just as important. And when I started taking class serious, I apologized to my teacher. <gasps> I said I was coming in here and I was not giving my all. I said, I would like to do a dramatic scene. Wow. She said, here's a monologue about uh, a black woman still defending a black man who got caught saying 
anti-black things, but he got killed by the police. She goes, this is one of the most moving monologues I have. Read it, learn it. This is your scene. And she challenged me. I was looking at it like, I'm used to doing sketch comedy. Like, I'm looking at it, and I gave my fucking all. And wow. I, I cried in the scene because I got so frustrated with the subject matter of how real it was. And after she goes, I think you'll do amazing things in comedy, but I can't wait till the day that you do something serious. Thank you for taking the class serious. Wow. And in that moment, I realized I, I kept trying to walk in the grass. I kept trying to take the shortcut because what was fueling me? Not the love of the art. That motherfucker loved the art. Yeah. <laughs> he said, give me the hardest scene. I want to challenge myself. I was like, I want to challenge myself when I get a check. Yeah. <laughs> I was making it about booking. I wasn't yeah. making it about let me be better every mm -hmm. class. And after I took that class, I ended up I ended up having to stop take the class because I, I booked a show. Because during the class, I got so in my skin that now I started nailing what I was doing. I was blocking my blessings all these years because wow. I couldn't humble myself. Wow. Yeah. Because I thought, I have the talent to get me in that door. You need to do the work. I don't. This is God-given. This is God-given, but sharpen it, bitch. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> put the pencil in the sharpener. But I felt like what I have, it's going to get me there. You guys can study. What I have, wow. this, is, this is rare. I'm going to get there. No. Because the next girl will outstudy you and, mm -hmm. and, and learn what you have. Yep. You got it from God. She will out-sharpen you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really deep. I think it's it's I would love to get into that conversation of like talent and, and how you have to always work at your talent. It's mm -hmm. like we really get so comfortable with having you a were gift. almost cursed though, because you have so many talents. <laughs> like like I'm being I know it sounds crazy, but like dead ass. It's overwhelming to have as many hobbies as I do. <laughs> And then to develop lives out of them. It's a lot. And I had to humble myself because I felt like I got cocky. I was like, I'm abnormally talented. I love it here. I'm always going to win. I did not win for a decade. Right. Your spirit wasn't right. <laughs> My spirit wasn't right. Period. I wasn't studying. I wasn't doing the work. I wasn't getting better every year. I knew that I had a crazy amount of talent. And I was like, this will take me to the top forever. No. Wrong. Like, even when you said, you said you can learn a character once a week. Why aren't you challenging yourself? Mm. Like, I think it's it's really important to, to, you know, humble the fuck out of yourself and then build your confidence so you're not just cocky as hell. Like, anyway, I'm on Mars. Go to the next question. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cut all of this out. Note to self, note to self. Are you listening, Sky? Cut all of that. Go. <laughs> all right, sweetheart. I'm sorry. I'm back on the same page as you. You're beautiful. I'm here with you. Go ahead. This has been another amazing episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. <laughs> We're so glad that you sat down with us. This feels like the shortest conversation ever, but long at the same time. Same time yes. I have no clue how long this combo is. Does either. anybody have a guess? I'm like, it's either 20 minutes or an hour. Yeah, what I do was you think? 30 to 45 in there. I'm between 27 and 42. Okay, yeah. So like it feels 27, like short, but I long. Think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so thank you for joining us because we've been super excited about this conversation. I will ask one last question though. Okay. Is there anything moving forward that you feel that you need to, or that you feel you would like to work on in the aspect of like artistry? Oh, outside of music. Yeah. Anything. Just in general. Um, I feel like I'm a creative in so many ways, but uh, 
I want to get into different forms of storytelling, right? Um, mm. Whether it be behind the camera and telling people's story through documentation or writing scripts and children's books. That's <laughs> something I've always wanted to do. Um, just because that's where I started, you know, my love for imagination and being able to escape into my own world. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, so those are the things for me. I feel like there are so many important stories to tell. And why not bring those things that I feel like are important and not wait on anybody else? So that's what it is, mm. I think. Heard you. <laughs> why wait? Why wait? Why wait? Create it. We right Literally. here. And nobody's going to execute your idea better than you. No. Mm-mm. They don't have the vision all the time. So, so. why wait? <laughs> I like that in all aspects. For real. Why Do you wait? have any last questions? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to your 21-year-old self? This question always oh, kills me. I know. I'm I curious. Like I'm curious. You could, or you could pick 16 or 21. 16 or 21. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick 21. Okay. I think that was when I first went through a little change with confidence okay. and all of that. 21. Damn. What would I tell my 21 year old self? First, um, boy. <laughs> It would be the good girl thing, right? Yeah. And I think that encompasses a lot of things, whether it be me being a people pleaser and putting everybody else before myself, Mm. their happiness, their wants, their needs, their time versus mine. Um, I I did that heavy. You know, you always get people to shirt off your back and you got a heart to go. And I was exhausted, you know, and I wasn't all the way happy because I felt like, I wanted to make sure everybody else was good and everybody else's happiness was more important than mine. You know, so it would be that. Like, be okay with saying no sometimes and it's being all right. Also, the good girl concept of two, being okay just being fully being myself yeah. and not feeling like as a woman I was here to make a man happy. Because I have done some things that I have not wanted to do Mm, because I felt you. like as a woman, mm, yeah, I can't say no. I can't do this, you Oof. know. And I look back. I was like, "You big dummy! <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that? Like, why did you feel like that?" Um, so those would be the the biggest things. So before we close out, what is one piece of advice or a quote or something that somebody has said to you that really stuck with you? It could be anything. Um, I've got a a lot of great advice. I'm drawing a blank on a lot of it. But um, the one I think that always comes to the forefront is Erica Badu's. She was telling me, this was back in 2012, 2013. I hadn't figured it out. I was trying to figure it out. She was basically talking about you have to balance the line between ego and humility. (laughs) Where you're not too humble but you you don't have too much of an ego. And even to think about what we're talking about today, I feel like when you have the perfect balance of ego and humility, that's that's confidence. Ooh. If I mean, if you think about it, um, mm-hmm. you know, because ego can be, you know, too dangerous. I'm too full of myself. Yeah. You know, I'm not into receiving and growing and learning, you know. Um, and when you're too humble, it's, you know, I, I'm not yeah. always the most confident. So, you know, finding a balance in that. 
And I, I just learned that, honestly, within the last two years um, wow. for me. So that was that was the biggest piece of advice that comes to mind today. That's beautiful. Find the balance between ego and humility. It's yeah. crazy how sometimes you'll get advice and it won't <laughs> resonate for years. <laughs> I know. Like that happens to me sometimes where I'm yeah. like, this is what they were talking about. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. I thought I knew, but no, this is what they were talking, talking about. Right. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't got no more questions. Oh, we got quotes. Oh, we have quotes. All right. So you could pick two ways. I could just go through them and you tell me when to stop and left or right. Okay. Or you could pick a number, 1 to 618. What do you want to do? 1 to 618. Yes. Um, 224. Heard you. That's been my angel number for about four months. All right, 224. Okay. There's going to be a message for you. Okay, give it to me. This is the message on 224. All right. This is from our Words of Wisdom book. If you follow us on Patreon, you know what we're talking about. Uh, We plug this book about 100 times, so God bless you. All right, 224. Always leave them wanting more. Don't accept good enough. No bird soars too high if he soars with his own wings. <gasps> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, wise people listen to those who oppose them. <laughs> wow. Wish upon a star. Help yourself first, then ask others to help you. Ooh. <laughs> he knows. I didn't see it going oh. there. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> My throat was like, closing, (laughs) set both short and long-term goals. If you live in the river, make friends with the crocodile. (gasps) (laughs) Heard you, heard you. (laughs) Treat your friend as one who may become your enemy, and your enemy as one who may someday be your friend. Wow. There is no... Hold on, don't have my glasses. There is no boosting someone up a ladder unless she is willing to climb. Mm. Look, talk. Oh my gosh, that's, there's no boosting up a ladder if you're not willing to climb. Talk. I can only get you to, to one point. Yeah. You got to get yourself up. All right, we got three more. Love beyond boundaries, beyond the physical, beyond the human. Be cheerful even if you don't feel like it. Black is black and white is white. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Punto. Punto en la situación. Yo tengo nada más, okay? Punto, 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 punto. Period. You got anything else? <laughs> I have nothing else. Page two, two, four. We had Rhapsody in the building. Our first guest, bringing the high vibes, bringing the energy. This is ninety-two point three. The wave slash unpack and bounce back. We appreciate you sharing your wisdom. We appreciate your transparency. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you. I think that's it, right, Raina? I'm Raina. I'm Sky. I'm Rhapsody. Yeah, <laughs> season two. Thanks for coming in and uh, playing with us, Rhapsody. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.